confidence becomes her. A woman that embodies the true essence of her being. On this journey, she discovers who she is and what she carries, her value, her worth, her uniqueness to which no one can strip her of. Confidence becomes her. She's ever evolving, ever growing into her greatness. She is multifaceted. With each new chapter of her life comes the reveal of something spectacular. Another level of her giftings like a present being unwrapped. She's like a treasure box, a never-ending supply of hidden treasures, gems and jewels that surface as she walks through every trial and circumstance life throws her way. She is resilient a world changer. She's a masterpiece, a work of art, one of a kind. Confidence becomes her. Welcome to the Confidence Becomes Her podcast, where our mission is to help you upgrade your confidence, embrace your uniqueness, and step into your greatness. I am Marlene Abaugh from MarleneAbaugh.com, your confidence coach and mentor. This is season five, episode number 38. This season is themed healing for your soul. And today's episode is about abandonment and rejection. Now, if this is your very first time here, welcome, welcome. So very glad to have you. If this is not your first time, thank you so much for coming back to hang out with me. And now is a great time to take part in our very first giveaway. You actually have about one more week left to enter the giveaway because it ends on uh, October 27th. And you want to know what we're giving away? It is actually a one-on-one confidence activation and strategy call with me. On this 45-minute call, we will identify and address your primary limiting belief, activate your confidence on a deeper level, discuss the best strategy and tools needed to maintain your new level of confidence. You get a recording of the session and a 15-minute follow-up call 30 days after just to check in on you and see how things are going. Really quick, I want to share what Diana had to say recently about our session. She says, my one-on-one confidence activation and strategy call with Marlene was just what I needed for this season in my life. Everything I had prayed to God for and asked for clarity on was answered during our session. It was not only uplifting, but she was able to give me a new perspective on who God says I am and how to really start walking in my kingdom identity. She gave me very practical and effective exercises to practice daily so that I can build my self-confidence. I'm so thankful for the one-on-one confidence activation session. It was an open dialogue, so I was able to get feedback and insight, which allowed me to really dig deep into some of the root problems that were causing my insecurities. I have accessed a deeper level of my confidence for sure. Thank you, confidence becomes her. I just love how impactful 
these sessions are. And here is how you can enter the giveaway. So you're going to go to MarleneAball.com, join the Confidence Becomes Her community. So you're going to scroll down, type in your name and your email address, hit the join button. You're going to get an email asking you to confirm your subscription. And so once you hit that button, a free gift is going to pop up for you, by the way. But most importantly, I need you to hit reply to that email and you're going to include your name, what country and city you're listening in from, and how the Confidence Becomes Her podcast has impacted your life. I will be picking a winner on October 28th. So as I mentioned, you have up until the 27th to enter. So don't delay. All right. So on to today's topic, healing our soul in the area of abandonment and rejection. You know, as I ponder on the theme for this season, the more I realize that for some of us, we hurt in places we are not even aware of, or we've carried so many different types of hurt around with us for so long, it's become a part of us, like it's become one with us. But I believe that our Creator, our Heavenly Father, is waiting for us to walk right into his outstretched arms to saturate us with love, to heal us of every single hurt, to make us whole and to restore our soul so that we can be everything he's created us to be so that we can fulfill his purpose and his plan for our lives. Abandonment and rejection, they're feelings or emotions that I believe we've all felt at one point in time or the other in our lives, right? Some of us have been more deeply affected by it than others have. We we experience both of them from childhood years well into our adulthood. Anywhere from, you know, our parents getting a divorce to our high school crush choosing (laughs) to go to prom with someone else or being turned down for a job that we really wanted. And the list goes on and on and it gets more severe with it as well, right? Before we dive in, let's get some definitions out of the way. Merriam-Webster defines abandonment as the act of abandoning something or someone. And to abandon means to withdraw protection, support, or help from. And an example of this is like I just mentioned earlier, how a child would feel, you know, after their parents got a divorce or being given up for adoption or even a parent working extremely long hours and never being there. Rejection, according to Macmillan, the Macmillan Dictionary, is a refusal to accept, approve, or support something, or a refusal to show someone the love or kindness they need or expect. By the way, if you are presently working through abandonment issues, a great scripture for you is Psalm 27 verse 10. And the New Living Translation says, even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Even if my father and my mother abandoned me, the Lord will hold me close. Fully receiving God's love is such a great way to combat both um, abandonment and rejection. And you can also, by the, you know, seek the help of a professional, by the way, as well, 
if you need, you know, assistance navigating through everything. However, today I really want to focus on rejection because it's such, it's just a part of life, right? Like there's no getting around it. I mean, even Jesus in the Bible had to endure rejection, right? And in John chapter one, verse 11, it says he came uh, to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. That's the um, NIV version. There's so many uh, levels or areas of rejection, right? There's parental, you know, all the relationship, the friendships, uh, spouse or significant other. There's the professional arena, um, you know, trying to get a job like we've been uh, talking about. And the closer the person or the situation is, the more rejection hurts, the, the deeper the wound is, right? And while I was preparing for this episode, I remember I purchased a book on rejection a few years ago. It's called Rejection, Identity, Thief, Exposed. Rejection, Identity, Thief, Exposed by Beverly Tucker. And so I pulled that out and I'm going to share a few things with you from this book because rejection runs deep. Deep. I mean, so deep, it can actually become a spiritual thing. So Beverly says that rejection is the feeling or emotion of being unliked, unaccepted, unloved, undervalued, or unreceived. It is the state of feeling abandoned, unwanted, and unappreciated. I'm just realizing, you know, just how dangerous rejection truly is if it's not dealt with. You know, she says it undermines our self-worth, our self-esteem, self-image, purpose, and potential. Rejection from others can lead to self-rejection, feelings of worthlessness, inferiority, depression, emotional isolation, introspection, fear, intimidation, perfectionism, irresponsibility, guilt, self-hatred, just to name a few. So does any of this sound familiar to you, whether past or present? You know, she also goes on to say, rejected people reject love, help, and acceptance from others as a result of an acquired defense mechanism, mostly out of the belief that they will only be hurt again and again. Like this is no way for us to live our lives, right? Rejecting love, help, and acceptance. Uh, she goes on to say, the rejected person measures their self-worth based upon what they perceive as acceptance. When not accepted, they devalue their self-worth, which negatively affects their personality. The root cause of a rejection personality malfunction is emotional pain. You know, we have to get to a place where we care more about what our creator has to say about us than anyone else. At the end of the day, it's his acceptance that matters. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is Jeremiah 29 and 11. This is the NIV version. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not 
to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. It is so important that we find our identity in God, our creator, versus anything else or anyone else because things and people will let us down, right? That's just the reality of it. Anyway, we cannot let rejection linger or take root because uh, Beverly believes it's, it's, it's deeper than just an emotion. It's a spirit that begins to draw rejection to you from others to ensure that you live in a state of continual rejection. And it can cause you to live in a state of expected rejection, un- unconsciously believing to be rejected, causing you to harden your heart, become bitter, build walls of self-protection, or have no confidence in yourself. Hear this, hear this. Re- uh, she says, rejection has a voice that wants to infiltrate your thought life. It tells you that you are a failure, that you are not good enough. It makes suggestions about what other people think about you and steals your confidence of secure and security in God. See, we even have to protect our thoughts from this thing called rejection. Bev says people with rejection filter life through rejection. People with rejection filter life through rejection. Rejection brings about uh, personality malfunction or dysfunction. I don't know about you, but I don't want to filter life through rejection because like she says, there is no rest in rejection. Rejection is torment. I want to filter life through the eyes of my creator. In fact, I've been praying a lot recently. You know, I've been asking God to help me to see things through his eyes, right? From his perspective, looking at life through any other filter is just not going to cut it. (laughs) It is not going to cut it. Um, As we begin to wrap up here, I want to share two things that really shocked me while I was reading this book. One is... Rejection can be the root cause of sickness and disease. Can you believe that? Rejection can be the root cause of sickness and disease. Beverly says there is sure evidence of close connection between the mind, body, and spirit. With rejection comes self-rejection, unforgiveness, bitterness, fear, anger, anxiety, and more. When allowed to operate for extended periods of time, these damaged emotions will begin to affect both our mental and physical state. And oh, there is a whole chapter on this particular topic in the book. The other thing that surprised me was that how rejection can start from the womb. Uh, She says, unborn children recognize and are aware of both positive and negative reactions in their little spirits, though they may not be able to process and comprehend those feelings. They are aware of either good or negative emotions around them, especially from the mother. 
the fetus can feel and perceive. You know, I guess this all makes sense um, since the womb is a child's first home. You know, that's uh, Beverly pointed that out. The womb is actually a child's first home and it's either peaceful or hostile. She then gives um, some reasons for rejection in the womb um, and all the way into adulthood. She says from the womb, it could be unwanted pregnancy due to financial hardship or poor timing, marital problems, separation or divorce, uh, parents, uh, parents divorcing prior to birth, thoughts of or attempted abortion. Now, at birth, um, the rejection could be because it was the opposite gender of what the parents wanted. Now, onto the early childhood years, uh, lack of affection and positive affirmation from parents, also any kind of abuse, bullying or rejection from peers or name calling being made fun of. Now, later on in life, uh, rejection can come from failed relationships, failed love affairs, divorce, unfaithful spouse, loss of job or income. By the way, there are some awesome prayers in this book as well that will help you, um, you know, get set free and delivered from this identity thief called rejection. I'm going to put the link in the show notes just in case you want to purchase this book. If you feel that rejection has a deep grip um, in your life, in your heart, in your soul, this, this book is a really, it'll be a really good resource for you. You know, before I close us out in prayer today, I want to affirm you, especially if your parents express to you that you were a mistake or they never wanted you. Know that you are not a mistake. God does not make mistakes. You are wanted. You are loved. You are necessary. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. You are important and your presence makes a difference. You are a unique expression of God's love. So, even if your earthly father or mother or anyone has abandoned or rejected you, you have a heavenly father that loves you unconditionally and cares about everything that concerns you. And there are genuine people out there that he's assigned to you to do the same. But before he can send them, you have to heal. So let's pray. God, we come before you and we ask that you heal the inner child in all of us that may still be hurting. Heal us in places we didn't even know we needed healing. We present to you, we submit to you our mind, our body, our soul. Heal every part of us that has been affected by abandonment and rejection from the time that we were conceived to this very present moment. We thank you 
that abandonment and rejection is not our portion, but your love and your hand of protection, that is our portion. You have accepted and loved us even when we feel we are not worthy. You have accepted us and you love us even when we feel we are not worthy. Help us to forgive those that we feel abandoned and rejected us and we release them. We make a decision. We make a choice to release them into the freedom of our forgiveness. And Lord, help us not to take rejection so personally. Teach us how to guard our hearts in this area and to release things quickly, to release offenses quickly, to forgive quickly. Help us to realize every no that we get brings us one step closer to the yes that we are seeking. And I I want you to say this last one with me. This is a prayer, one of the prayers that Beverly put in the book. So say it with me. It says, I speak to every broken part of my life, any part that has ever felt unloved, rejected, unwanted, or not needed, whether in the womb or any other age. And I tell you, You are wanted and you are needed. Any little broken part, you are loved. I love you as a part of me. And I say, you are welcome into my life now. Lord Jesus, I ask you to reintegrate that broken part of me, heal into that place of my life, and grow me up in Jesus' name. Hopefully, you found this episode impactful, and I will see you next week. Until next time, talk to you soon.